Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 28 of Three Losers in Church. My name's Chris. Uh, this episode is about mental health and Christianity and where they do and don't coincide. Um, I've been, I don't know, I've been thinking, I always start off my phrases with, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I've been thinking a lot about the, like how seriously, how not seriously we take mental health in this mm-hmm. country. Pro- it's probably outside of this country too, but I've only lived in this country, so I only have that gauge. But I think more and more mental health is like a serious issue mm-hmm. in America and uh, we do a terrible job of addressing it. And uh, as the church, that seems like something we should be mm-hmm. either like comfortable with addressing or like under- like have an understanding of how to address it for somebody that's either a Christian or not a Christian. It seems like that would, compassion would fall into place there yeah. somehow. Um, and like, luckily I do think it's on Tyler Page being an optimist here. It is on like an upturn, I think. And like it's yeah. becoming more socially acceptable and kind of like there's a little more, less mm. of a stigma around it. But it's definitely for sure still super present. Mm-hmm. Um, so although is I think, increasing and like kind of some, the threshold for understanding the thing is getting higher. Uh, it's still, yeah, a super large issue, yeah. I'm Asian, and I come from an Asian background, and they're notoriously known for just not acknowledging mental health. Mm-hmm. Like, just period. Um, even when I worked in my summer camp, stuff like that, like, there were kids that clearly had issues that weren't diagnosed. Um, and the parents have reportedly denied it or and refused to have their kid checked out. Um I struggled with mental health for a little bit in high school and I told my parents about it and they told me the same thing. You don't, it doesn't exist. You're fine. You just need to pray about it and trust God and that you'll be okay. So that's something I hear a lot. Well, maybe <clears throat> I imagine the argument a lot cause I don't have this conversation a lot with people, <laughs> but the idea of like, if you're like depression is probably a really common one. Like, Oh, you, there's no reason to be depressed if you're a Christian. It just means you're not praying enough or like you need yeah. to strengthen your relationship with God. Mm. And I, I find that <laughs> to be frustrating. I don't know. I mean, it I'm is. sure there's some truth in it. It's never no. a bad idea to strengthen yeah. your relationship with God, obviously, but you know, <clears throat> I've never been diagnosed with depression as I've said, but like I've been in some pretty low places mm. even in my faith. Mm. And like, even when I was on, you know, quote unquote good terms with God and like things seem to be going well in my walk with Christ like it didn't necessarily lift this huge weight that I was feeling right like immediately you know yeah so I don't know that I I have problems with that argument of like, the yeah, just pray, pray pray the depression away yeah which like yeah, yeah definitely pray about it like God can solve all problems and cares about his children but mm-hmm. there's also like earthly measures you can take that I don't think contradict at all Mm -hmm. what God intends. That's why, yeah, I recently had a phone call with someone and they were telling me this. there was an individual that they knew that was suicidal and depressed and that person was depending heavily on them and that the person that um, was talking to me, she said that she had no idea what to do about, let's call him Bob, like she was like, I don't know what to do with Bob. Like She woke up crying and telling me about Bob, saying, I don't know what to do. Mm. Um, and I told, I told her the same thing that you pretty much said. There are earthly measures. Like, you can pray, yes, but, like, 
it's one thing to pray and then like take a step back, but I think it's something to be to pray and then be proactive and find ways that God can provide in this world, right? So, yeah, it's like if you were shot and bleeding out on the sidewalk, and like the like the EMTs were coming, and somebody's like, "No, no, 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 stop! You can't do that!" Right? Yeah, you just need to pray. Yeah, <laughs> it's like okay, well, maybe, right? But like also like. God could have sent those EMTs also. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, the gauze and like the stuff designed to stop the bleeding and the hospital and kinda, stitches. Kind of useful. Useful, but also like God can work through those too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so like, and does. And so like, yeah, I like that argument definitely frustrates me a lot. Um, yeah. And it's like also like, oh, thanks for, you know, fueling a stigma and a misunderstanding. Yeah. Because then it's like, oh, I'm depressed. I must not be praying enough. Mm -hmm. I'm not being Christian enough. And it definitely, like, like shifts some blame to, especially in, like, the sense of depression, too. It's like, oh, like, you're the reason why you're sad. Yeah. You're the reason why you're depressed. Which only then furthers the whole. It's like, what are you, why? And I, uh, it just frustrates me when I see people like that. (laughs) Or, like, when I see other Christians talking to people who are struggling and saying things like that, it's like, oh, you need to do better. It's like, no, that's not how it works. Mm. Like, ah. Uh. And like, Christians and non-Christians alike are subject to the same factors that can like cause anxiety. Yes. You know, like maybe how we think about it or approach it will be different. Maybe not. But like, either way, it's like <clears throat> the same things that make me anxious could make my Satanist next door anxious, you know, because we're on the same planet here. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And I do, I have dealt with anxiety too. Like that's another thing I've never like been diagnosed, but like anxiety has definitely been something that Mm. like in various capacities I've dealt with. Mm. It's like, yeah, I pray and whatnot, but also like I need to like find a place to calm down and like, you know, take some sort of measures to deal with it as well. So, and like one of your questions is talking about like, oh, like therapy and Christianity. I don't think, like there are such things as Christian therapists and people who like intertwine their faith with their therapy work. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the, uh, here's the other danger too. Um, when people as, or as Christians, they, they accidentally, I feel like you guys have all probably, what is this where they accidentally become the quote unquote therapist or like the go-to individual that people are like, Oh, I have this struggle. I have this depression. Can you help me? Or I'm going to tell you all my problems and have you like try to solve them for me. It's like, mm-hmm. That's not your job, right? You were not, you don't have a degree, nor do you have the medical backing or certification to address such problems. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's very interesting. So, like, I can think of a few like non Christian friends who I haven't seen in a very long time who like reach out to me randomly and be like, Tyler, like, oh, like, I need some life advice. Like, I'm really struggling with this. Can you like give me some thought? And like, not because I'm so emotionally mature and wise, but <laughs> like on this level of like, oh, I can listen to people and like be like, okay, yeah, like this is what I would do here. Like, yeah, I see both sides and I understand, um, which I think is great. And I think we should do for each other, mm-hmm. right? But then there's a level of like, it, reach, it like reaches a point where it's like, oh, I'm just like not adequate for this. Yeah. Like, I'm not like trained for mm-hmm. this. But there's a reason why that training exists. There's a reason yeah. why people, you know, get degrees and doctorates and stuff like that to do these things. Um, so it's yeah. like, it's important. And maybe you're that person's like only measure, right? And sure. That's super important, but yeah. And so like, I don't think there's a really common connection between like therapy and being like, you know, 
ungodly. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think many people would make that argument. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Um, I really can't think of any who I'm sure there's someone right. who does. But well, there also there also just used to be a huge social stigma about therapy. And there still is like, a lot of cases. There is, yeah. I think, like you said, it is on the upturn, but and especially like older generations, it's like you don't talk about the fact that you see a therapist. It's like the whole like, oh, I gotta go visit my shrink now and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, now it's like a running joke for better or worse. <laughs> yeah, but I think for the better. But yeah, I think yeah, I yeah, definitely for the better. Yeah, and like that's like frustrating a lot of levels too. Like, oh, uh, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and it's like, uh, yeah, Christian therapist is very interesting. I know a couple, um, like who either do family counseling or mm-hmm. like um, do one-on-one counseling. Yeah, um, and it's very interesting how, like, working with Christian and non-Christian. Uh, of course, they can't discuss their cases with me, but like, of course not. Yeah. Like, it's a very different mindset. Um, mm-hmm. and like, they get to use this common tool of faith in both ways of like even working with people who aren't, you know, Christians, they can like still show love in that way. And it's, yeah. it's super cool. Hmm. Yeah. I bought a book and I haven't read it yet because it's for a paper that I'm writing this month. Wow. That's due pretty soon. Um, but yeah, it's like one of the points on the cover is like how the, how like therapy should have never left the church or something like that. Mm, how interesting. Like we've almost like sold out therapy to the world, quote unquote. And so I'm really curious to see like what it has to say about that because that's almost coming from the opposite standpoint of like Christianity and therapy should be tied together where it's almost like counseling, I guess. Hmm. So. Yeah. And I think like some of that this is oddly specific, but could be blamed on like the size, the sizes of churches increasing, hmm. right? Where like pastoral mentoral ship is like much more difficult when you, you know, pastor a congregation of 300 compared to like 50. So like it's harder to have those interpersonal relations and that stuff. Yeah. But like that's kind of a cop out answer, and I'm kind of blaming it on something that you know is abstract. But like, yeah, that's something that I think is super crucial and like to be focused on is you know being able and being equipped to handle those situations and those circumstances. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And we even have like you know the Stephen Ministry at our church where people who are going through like serious trauma or like mental health things can like get help. But it's also the fear of like being found out for going to therapy or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, one of our good friends, he like openly told me that he was going to see a therapist and he was very proud of it. He's like, you too should also like you like advocate for it, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was really powerful. Like a lot of people wouldn't normally share that they're seeing a therapist because of sad connotations or previous stigmas. But I do agree. It is shifting towards the better. And I, I mean, I haven't seen one yet. Um, because I low-key don't know how to. But I think I've also... part of the problem. Yeah. Well, for me, it's money, which is another (laughs) Which is another part of the problem. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But I also know, like, at least the state of life I'm in right now, I feel very blessed to know that I am okay. Like, I... I, Like, maybe I have a lot... There there, there is some stuff in my head that needs to, like, get unraveled. But, like, I I know and I I am blessed that I've been pretty solid. Mm. And I don't feel like some dire need to see a therapist, but I almost wonder if like having a neutral third party to talk to would be like beneficial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and like, that's what that person always says. Um, they always talk about like, yeah, it's like I can go to this person and be like, Oh, like Tyler's driving me crazy. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I really want him to shut up. Right. And it's like, I don't have to worry about him going like, Oh, did you hear that? This person right. said, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> He's like, it doesn't leak. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't happen. Right. Cause mm-hmm. well, legally he can't, but also like, <laughs> 
that's his job, right? Mm-hmm. He's just there to like, you know, take care of the yeah. Um, but yeah, so like that's a huge piece of that also. Mm. I also wrote another question that was very loaded. So yeah, two pretty loaded questions. It's right? pretty low. Yeah, like is it? possible for people with severe mental disorders to have a genuine relationship with God, <laughs> which may be beyond the scope of any of us. <laughs> I think, I don't, okay, this is a dumb answer and I apologize for giving it, but like, I have to believe that God is way bigger than anything can be thrown at us, right? I agree. I and, don't think that's a dumb answer. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's, no, know. but it's like, I like, there's a part of me that's just like, but that doesn't really answer the question. Um, but but like, we can't really, we can't right, even we, see the other side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, no. I can only believe that God is good enough that the answer is yes. Mm. Um, if the answer is no, I think I'd have a really hard time swallowing a lot of stuff. Right. Um, and so like that, of course, then is like, oh, well, like, am I only proving faith to myself by answering that? But like, yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah. But yeah, like you said, like, you'd like to believe that. Because I used to work with a guy who was schizophrenic mm-hmm. and he was like a devout Catholic. And like, <clears throat> I saw him when he was taking the medicine, like he seemed functional and normal for lack yeah. of a better word. Um, but I'd see like the descent when he, cause I guess one of the side effects of medicine like that is you think you don't need the medicine yeah, anymore. Yeah. Um, so like I would see him stop taking the medicine and like, I could see like, it's very obviously different, but like, like you said, I'd like to believe like that doesn't change his relationship mm, with God. Mm. Like even if something in him is like fundamentally different or like, yeah, I don't know the way he thinks or perceives is different when he's in that state. I don't know. And of course there's always like good days and bad days too. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, which is a lot. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't have a lot of good examples because I, I have a cousin with autism, but his family isn't religious at all. So, mm-hmm. which brings up a lot of other questions of like, you know, how do you share the gospel with like somebody who's low functioning autistic? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And like, mm, I like want to say like it's not your job to, but mm-hmm. that's not true um <laughs> but it's like your ill attempts god is gonna fill in the gaps yeah. um so like i was thinking about like oh if you just show love and care and like compassion in a way that is like unwavering and like uncompressed to everything else like god will work the rest of the magic yeah yeah that's what i because there was a couple in my church very like prestigious couple based in like boston um very influential in chinatown and everything and rich rich um but what happened was they have one son or they had one son i'm actually not too sure of his status but they were about to have their kid and then as they were going through the process that they said oh your child's going to be like very like have a lot like all these disorders and disabilities and everything um and they didn't go for an abortion they're like god gave him to us and we're going to love him as much as we can. Mm-hmm. And every single time I saw him at our church, like their son was like well into his thirties, but like they were still holding on to him. They were still walking with him. They were still taking care of him. Like that love. No, I mean, I I hope to God like their son could experience and understand the love that the, he was receiving from his fam- his parents. But like. I think for the congregation, even and especially for me, I thought that was just amazing to witness. Mm. 
through all the years that they went to our church. Mm. Um, I still think about it here and there because just seeing them, like, just having that patience for him, it was just insane. Like, yeah, it's such a testimony. It really is, yeah. Um, so, I should also clarify, like, I don't want to equate something like depression to, like... <laughs> A disability, or depending on politically correct, you want to be like somebody who's differently abled, like autism or like yeah. Down syndrome. Like I'm not trying to equate those, so I just yeah. want to say that out loud and make that clear. Like I'm aware that there's different scopes here. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I, I think that was fairly clear. I yeah, think, I don't think I was being malicious, nor are we. But yeah. <laughs> I had a conversation recently with a student from Hub about the idea. Like my 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 takeaway from that conversation was like, you know, my my objective as a Christian is to love and show God's love as much as I can. Um, and I think the same goes with like those who struggle with mental illnesses and stuff like that. I can't solve their problems. I can redirect them to resources that may potentially better their life, but it's also I want to love them as much as possible and help them going as they go through like the things that they're going through. Um, and if they can see Christ's love through me, then so be it. I'll right. do my best. But that's just my philosophy. And like you said, I mean, maybe God's working in ways we don't even know about in people who, you know, <laughs> can't take in information like that the way mm. we can. Or I don't know. I wouldn't say the word maybe there. I'd say is. But is, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. God is definitely working in ways we don't know about. So mm. that's true, too. So. Which is like relieving. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like that word. Um, I guess mm-hmm. we'll go with it. Um, but it's like, because that it really isn't our, like it's not our job to like make converts. Like to share the gospel is something, but like mm-hmm. it's not to like, I don't, like our earthly measures are not to like, we can never do it. So right. like it doesn't really, to me it's like, oh, well, like that's true with everybody, right? Like I can do as best as I can, but in the end, it's not, it's not up to me. Right. Mm. And like God is a redeemer. And so like if people are, their brains literally not functioning the way it's designed to mm. through like birth defect or like accident or something like that, like he can redeem that too. Mm. Yeah. So. That was episode 28 guys. Um, thank you for joining us on this episode. Uh, please make sure to check out our website. Number three, losers in a church.com. You can find where we are streaming. Um, and if you want to know more about us or our Instagrams are attached, I guess. So you can find our Instagram handles. Um, and yeah, yeah. thanks for listening. We out. We, we out. <laughs> <laughs> and have, have a, a good go. one. <laughs>